We there yet? We there yet? The podcast with Rich Kiamko. Ah, that's me. (laughs) Hi, we are live here in uh, Jersey City on on, uh, actually at my home. I'm here live on location with Jay McBride. Thank you for having me uh, here in your bedroom. <laughs> That's, uh, that sounds really weird. That, that drink you gave me is starting to make me feel funny. I don't know. It's just uh, kombucha. It's, <laughs> it's a mild kombucha. <laughs> Oh, so that's why there's stuff floating in it. Okay. Yeah, the probiotic. It's just probiotic. You're feeling the probiotics for the good, first time. Good. Yeah, yeah. Totally vegan. Totally vegan. <laughs> it is a pleasure to be in your home and doing your podcast. It's great to have you. I met, uh, for everyone out there, Jay McRider is a hilarious, hilarious comedian. And I met Thank you. I met you at the main comedy festival in Bethlehem. That's Maine right, which is about one year ago. It's almost Yeah, the, almost, almost a year. Yeah, yeah. 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 So now, Jay, I trying to figure out like what's let's talk about Maine. <laughs> you know, right? Yeah, let's talk about Maine. <laughs> I felt a little out of place in Maine. How about you? Oh uh, yeah, I, I little, think I think anyone up. who isn't white with a shotgun in a, in a four by four. <laughs> right. It was uh, it was different. Yeah. So, yeah. But it was a very fun experience. But it was completely it was mean, am- amazing. Ian, Ian amazing. Harvey, who is an amazing comedian, was the one organizing. So we all felt at home mm-hmm. with with Ian. Ian, I hear he's transgender. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> Why, yes. Why, yes. Why? Now, what, what is, what's interesting about that? <laughs> oh, nothing. I was just trying to open the door for you. Uh, that's uh, the awkwardness. Yes, I happen to be transgender as well, and you're, it's your exclusive. My exclusive? Are you <laughs> right. you're exclusively transgender just for my podcast? Right. Oh, right, right. No, for you, for this bedroom. Uh, I'm transgender. <laughs> no, it's, uh, yes, so there you go. That's, uh, th- that gets out of the way for gets you. Gets out of the so way, now right? You can, you can talk about as much as you want. Okay, well, Jamie McBride, you're an openly transgender, well, uh, a comedian who's openly transgender. Correct, yes. Are you also openly transgender in your life? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, okay. absolutely. Now you, um, now, you live currently in Albany? Right now, I'm in Albany. I'm looking to get out soon. <laughs> I've been looking to get out for a while, but it just seems like I keep having these opportunities that I can't really pass up. So what's happening? So in- it's uh, and they're, it actually all right, it's a little depressing. <laughs> I don't know if we want to get depressed or have to start the show, but um, my mom is actually dying of stage four lung cancer. Oh my uh, god! She lives in Lynchburg, Virginia, and I figured there's no way I'm gonna move until you know, while she's around. So e- even though it's a trip, no matter where I go from. I feel like, well, let's just not make any big changes right now. So. Wow. So you're visiting her in Lynch? She's in Lynchburg, Virginia. And even though it's it's a 10-hour drive from Albany, I feel like moving now would just be kind of, it wouldn't make sense to me. Right. So, yeah, right. so I'll wait on that. Well, that that's a shitty way to start a podcast. <laughs> uh, but it's real. And that's go what's ba- great. Let's go back to talking about trannies. <laughs> so now you say that word, because I always feel like I can't say that word anymore. You can't. <laughs> right. Only you can't. <laughs> Trannies is like the N-word for, for transgender it's, people. Here's the thing. The word tranny, it's so fun to say, isn't it? Whereas the N-word is like... Yeah, well, you when feel you hear the N-word, like, you feel like... Right, but right. tranny, you, feel, you just feel like, oh, tranny. 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 Right, right. It's, it's, yeah, but it is so. pejorative as well. So people out there, you cannot say Right, you're not word, supposed to say the word tranny. tranny. I mean, he, and the thing is, like, mo- if you look at any hate crime where someone, where a trans person was attacked, pretty much they were called a tranny... Right or, or faggot, actually, probably faggot both. Or Those he, are the two. He, she or right, some whatever. Now there's a whole. <laughs> That's thing. enough. Yeah. <laughs> Keep Horrible. going. Tell me Keep more. <laughs> or shim or freak or stop. Uh, stop. Okay, enough. enough. Happy. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> hybrid. Stop. <laughs> Prius. <laughs> That'd be too clever for it. For yeah, that, that would probably. be too smart right. for someone who's right. transphobic. Right. right. They right. wouldn't be able to go there. They would be like, uh, but. Wasn't there a whole thing with RuPaul and the word tranny and then the transgender community mm-hmm. versus RuPaul? And there was this huge blowout. It's RuPaul's an asshole. I think that's part of what it is. Huh. You know, I think uh, RuPaul feels like this, like I could say tranny because I was part of the trans, I was considered a transvestite in the 70s or something like that, which RuPaul's consistently put himself at arm's length from transgender people and to now claim like oh i can use this word it's like you, you just like saying the word just just right. admit you like saying the word right that's it what's well, kind of like a slang term that is thrown at me i remember i met these guys when i was traveling through asia in, in this 
God, I would always like, oh, please, Tranny, please, Tranny. But he was so, it felt so dark. Right. And he was, he was also it's, a very cunty gay man. Right. So <laughs> it'd be different it's, if he was a loving person that I felt safe with, but there was nothing safe about him. And then saying that on top of it, and then meeting his friends who were all totally fine with him saying that, I was like, right. Well, the other, and it's not like RuPaul saying it like as a as a compliment. It's like, wow, you look tranny today. You know, it's not like right. that. It's like you look like right. a tranny mess, or you look like you know, right? So it's, right. That's the other thing. Thing. So it's not like he's. So he's not know. even like using it like gender queer or queer as an empowering term. Right. No. I mean, and and. It's like a part of like a weapon of shade. Right. And as since he's a, a black gay man, I don't think I could call him say hey what's up faggot or use the n-word you know it just wouldn't be right it's just inappropriate I don't right. th- it's not my place to tell him what words are is it okay possible that he has black gay male privilege yes yes they're running everything <laughs> <laughs> logo tv that's it no i don't know no i think uh you know, I think it's interesting a, because he's, I always, a, he's a drag queen, so he's got that attitude, you know, that a lot right. of drag queens have and a lot don't, but, you know, right, whatever. Right, right, right. It's interesting because I remember listening to RuPaul and reading his biography, autobiography back in the 90s, and it was sort of like a Marianne Williamson spiritual with a drag twist. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt, oh, my God, I really? feel beautiful and empowered <laughs> reading this. But then when I hear that, I'm like, oh, I guess we still have more work to do. Well, I don't know. You know what I mean? No, seriously, I feel like I've been educated in mm-hmm. terms of, because I will admit when I was in the, God, in early 2K, post-2K, I would be doing workshops at colleges, and I was just saying, like, what, you're, you're just sort of riffing, and, and, you know, people, I was handing out T-shirts, and they're like, oh, you know, uh, what sizes do you guys have? I got small, medium, large, and I have... I'm tranny. Tranny. You can say it. You can you say know? it. How's that? And I, gave and the I got a feedback. It's not, I mean, it's not like awful. It's not the worst no, thing in the world. But, but I just feel no, like. No, but it's not It's not being conscientious. And so that was a moment I got a feedback thing in the, mm-hmm. you know, you get feedback from the workshops. And I was, like, right, right. And I was like, oh, my God, I didn't I didn't mm-hmm. know. And I was like, I went up to the first trans person I knew that was one of the facilitators. And said, oh, my God, I just did this thing. I didn't even know I did it. She's like, don't worry about it. Right. You know? I mean, it's not a big deal. But I think. I, but I, I still I, feel like, but, it, as, but for me as an educator, as a speaker, or mm-hmm. as a comedian, I have to know my do my homework. I mean, there are people out there that are just you know ignorant, but I, as a an LGBT person or a part of the LGBT community, I have to be educated on this. It's ridiculous that I would perpetuate more hatred in my right. own community. It's just it's more that it's not used in in like a nice way. It's almost always used as a pejorative. That right. that's the only reason right. real issue I have with the word. But I, I say it all the time. Just to clarify, that my was two thousand three before we really had like complete consciousness yet. Now it's un- not acceptable. Back you, then, I, you I, called it, me a tranny five minutes ago before we started. Don't <laughs> stop even, it. Don't even start stop that. it. What? Now he's doing <laughs> nice. Please. Now she's she's throwing me under the, the trans the LGBT. Right. She's just right she's the beating me the trans bus. Right on the transmission. That's terrible. That's terrible. Now, at what point growing up did you, I mean, was there a word that, or did you feel different? Like, what was the moment? Yeah, I, uh, you know, I was always sitting on my balls thinking, oh, that's not, <laughs> I like this. No. Stop it. No, I, uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I think one of the earliest things, I remember going to like a, it was like a 4th of July thing or a state fair or something like that. And we left, and there was like a, a package of presents for, you know, little gifts for, for boys and one for girls. So, of course, I grabbed the girls one. And, uh, yeah, it just felt like that's – and then immediately the next thing I sensed was like the embarrassment from my father. You know, you know, yeah, yeah. It was just like, no, you don't do that. You're you, you're supposed to get a boy. And I was just like – What did you grab? It ended up being – it was like this fake cheesy little pearl necklace. Okay. Come on, I was four. Don't go there with a pearl necklace. Right, right. And I'm just thinking, you know, shiny thing, pretty. <laughs> right, and it was cool. And I, I, what I were the boys was awesome. getting? Rifles? It was, it was Assault crazy. rifles? Right, and it, it was like these little tiny, like, pretend jackknives. Oh, yeah, right, right. So, exactly. I mean, exactly. That tells you, and it's like, yeah, you know, like, uh, you know, you go skin a fake squirrel or something with that. I don't know. And <laughs> right. it's, that's like typical guy stuff, you know, that sort of right, thing. My right. brother, I still remember, he had this tiny little, it, it, he couldn't cut butter probably, but still, like, it was just a fun, right, ma- masculine, right. yeah. you know, heteronormative. Oh, yeah. Very, know, gender, very. Gender normative mm-hmm. toys. You know, they could have just give like, I don't know. What would be gender neutral? <laughs> a t-shirt. Right. A white t-shirt. <laughs> a tennis racket. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's gender neutral. Nothing's gender neutral. <laughs> a people are people t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Free to be you and me t-shirt. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
<laughs> a camouflage rainbow just right, on right. both sides of it right right uh, no so it just like always growing up it just it made sense and, and you know i didn't know the name for it you know right. at the time right and uh eventually i started learning things and you, you see things on tv you see things like that and uh what did you see uh well every you know there'd be like a talk show and there'd be like a you know at the time it'd be drag queens mostly you know you'd see right. like a drag queen it'd be like this whole big you know whatever right right, right. like or a surprise it's a it's a it's a man that sort of right, talk right, show right, you know right. and then uh, what did you think when you saw that you're like oh i was like that that's where i'm gonna be <laughs> i'm like the only person in history that had a my goal was to be on springer or maury povich uh, <laughs> how old were you at that point uh i think you know at the time i started seeing that i was probably like like you know 12 13 that okay. kind of thing when i started okay. to see like the talk shows right, right. Uh, and then i remember one night there's some some show and they were showing these female impersonators my father just walked to the room and says says me and my three brothers were sitting there watching it he says if any of you turn out like that i'm gonna kill you <laughs> and i was like oh my god. and then i was like okay okay note to self oh my god so you need that to was hide your, this that was the first time you felt safe <laughs> right right it was like uh so okay. that's the first uh, time your, your dad really set that right that was transphobic like a, tone right thanks right. dad i think i'll start cutting now and then it became a, all right who's gonna last longer you know <laughs> and it was like you know because i you know as it turns out i did oh my god so what but, did your um, dad transition no he, when did my dad transition oh, wait, last longer wait I mean, like, well, who's going to die first? You know, right. like, you know, him or my dreams. And he died like when I was about 18 or 19. Oh so, so yeah. So, it's so uh, it was almost like, remember Amadeus where Salieri like wanted to be studying music. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know, and then a miracle. And then the father has a heart attack. It, it felt a little like that. Uh, I still talk a lot about my, you know, the Rocky relationship with my dad, but, um, yeah, but no, I transitioned, you know, um, after college and, uh, I haven't looked back. Right. So. so then, w when he passed, did you? Did, was there a period where you could talk to him or have closure, or was like he no, just had no, a heart he, attack? He, and died? No, no, no. He, well, he, I mean, he had a he battled cancer for you know about a year and a half. Huh. So, uh, yeah. Um, so I never, never talked to him, never confronted him. But wow, you know, yeah, it was kind of. Is that I, part of why you're a comic now? Is that I, it must be, right? Part of your comic right? arsenal. Uh, it's propelled by my father's death. I have about five minutes on my dad, too, and it gets progressively darker and darker and dark, and I, and I have to pull back sometimes because I realize, oh. <laughs> this is for me, not the audience. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. They just start to feel sad. They're just sort of looking at me like, no, stop. Right, right. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's kind of cathartic to talk about it, though. Right. You know, a little bit. I mean, I feel like comedy is such a release. I, for me, I mean, I feel it like, is. I mean, you're a trans comic. Like, mm -hmm. We have a mission, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just gay and Asian. Right. That's like, please, please. That's so 2010. Faggot, please. <laughs> Brown faggot. Bracket, please. Bracket, mm. please. <laughs> Tranny's the new faggot. Right, right. I'm so butch. I'm so like <laughs> hetero homonormative. Right, right. <laughs> Well, you know, you, you, you casting got, people are like, oh, please, we right. have enough occasions. Oh, oh, please, got enough you could actually get a job, okay? So come on, <laughs> right, right, you're right. You're not oppressed, <laughs> but uh, you call yourself. We've got oppressed. some great heterosexual roles for you, Rich. You could play those. <laughs> we'll get the transgender people to play these other interesting Although diverse it's, roles. It's kind of it's kind of weird seeing how like how, how uh, Asians are portrayed in TV. It's still it's still pretty bad. It's still it's I mean, like they just removed the rickshaw. That's all they right. did. <laughs> They just got rid of the rickshaw right. and gave them regular clothing. Right. Uh, you don't have to wear the buck teeth and the and the and the hat. Right. The the the, right. the cone the little, hat. Little cone. Right. Whatever that right, thing. Right. Right. Like, the little like rice that. patty hat. Right. The, yeah. Right. And in movies now, Asians are played by white people. I know. So it's a, it's a lot like being trans because like <laughs> trans characters are played by men. You know. Right. So. Right. Right. What's that show? It's uh, two broke girls or something like that. Right. My roommate watched that show. I can't stand it. But they have this one Asian who's just like thick accent like short like right uh, it's so weird uh, i mean i guess it's a 70s kind of capsule it's terrible but it's even terrible. i mean i'm thankful for fresh off the boat but that's a great show great it's a show. great show but they had this one gaijin character that was like so flat <laughs> so like you know just let's cut out a rainbow let's take a unicorn and put a black hair and slanty eyes on it and right. have it like what was that moment you have an asian cast and then you have like a cartoon gay person <laughs> What happened? It's you know, I, baby steps, baby steps. That's, please, that's where you Please, faggot. Please, faggot. Please, faggot. Well, what is it? Doctor Strange coming out where they have a, uh, they go to uh, you know where where this guy goes to learn the masters of these ancient Asian secrets from a white British lady. <laughs> 
It's like, okay, okay. Stop it. Because we we have a we have a casting quota. We could only use Asian sound effects. We right. can't have actual Asian. You must have it. one somewhere. That's enough. Yeah, right. The, right. the martial artist in DC. That's, right, right, uh, right. That's all the have. person who's the tech person right. helping us is Asian. <laughs> we don't want them on the screen, but they're helping create the authenticity. <laughs> right, they're doing the CGI. Doing. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. The CGI. <laughs> right. Hulk's yellow. Hulk's green. That's like blue and yellow. Right, right, right. Exactly. Right, and then when he squints and he's angry, he looks Asian. <laughs> Okay, we've represented him. That's fine. So what was the moment? So you were younger, 12, 13, and then you you saw stuff on TV. So you knew it was you. That was you. Mm -hmm. But you were like, okay, I'm going to wait. I'm not going to come out to my dad. No, no, I knew that. You're totally not safe. Your brothers? What what happened to Uh, your brothers? I have three brothers, one older, two younger. Uh, Two of them are great. Uh, One of them actually just still doesn't talk to me. It's been years. How did you come out to them? an email <laughs> and it's probably not the best way to stop go stop it uh, yeah, stop I it really e- yeah you did an really. email i did an email it was like this page and a half and like then i was like all right i'm shaking and i'm finally like all right send click this is there's no subject would you like to send without a subject i'm like oh so i had to go through again and like just and then i sent what the was email. your subject line <laughs> what's up y'all no i don't know what's up sup, Danny's? sup dude <laughs> <laughs> this is not a joke knock knock right who's there <laughs> transgender sibling <laughs> tranny <So>, land shark <laughs> what are you supposed to say to that and my my car broke down it might be the tranny which reminds me <laughs> on another topic altogether uh right speaking of gender right yeah <laughs> Gender identification and expression. <laughs> What's on the agenda for today? Oh God! So no, so, so yeah, so I. Yeah, so what was your stupid. subject? Do you uh, know I, no, no, I just remember thinking like it took it took about ten minutes to finally say, all right, I'm gonna send it, I'm gonna send it, I'm gonna send it. Wow! And then I click and it says, "There's no subject line. Would you like to send?" And I'm like, <laughs> so. So then, uh, almost immediately, like two of my brothers called me and we talked, and it was great. The other ones just like sent this like smart ass email, like you know, it's like it's just not yeah, available it, to deal with it. Yeah, yeah, and like that's pretty much it. So I tried writing him a few times, and uh, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm it, there's an excellent chance my mom passing away soon will probably bring us closer, or might be like, you know what, we don't need each other. That's it. Right. We're just bi- we're just bio related, but there's nothing right, else. Right. Right. So, uh, you wow. know, it is what it is. But you weren't obviously close to that one anyway, right? I mean, not really. No. It sounds like if if he knew you. Yeah, I mean, like the I, other two brothers, how what did they say when they called? They called you. And I you mean, they're surprised. I don't think anyone thought. Like, I I was pretty good at hiding it. I mean, hmm. did you hide it at all coming in? Like, well, when you were. But I, it's weird though, because my parents were on their own. I mean, I used to make up, and this is true, I, I, I would have these alibis. I would go downtown to the gay youth group, but my story, but my alibi was, so they wouldn't think I was going to the gay youth group. I'm like, I'm just going downtown to go fabric shopping. <laughs> so that, but you know, my mom's like, oh, Richard's very artistic. He's very creative. He's going to make a very good surgeon. <laughs> you know, because she just had the eyes on the prize. Like, That's funny how fabric that, shopping is more straight than going to a gay club. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> it's like, right, right. It's right. I'm going to the gay youth group. I can't tell my parents that, but they, they, I did lots of stuff that was like on fire. I mean, I remember in kindergarten, I would go make bouquets, cut all the flowers, and bring them mm-hmm. to every neighbor. And everyone thought, oh, Rich is so artistic. And, right. You oh, know, that's interesting. Nobody thought anything of it. Or I was just that, that was me. I was that kid. But I mean, I had crushes as a kid. I, was, mm-hmm. I remember the four years old, the Sears repairman was fixing <laughs> the freezer, and I went. It's like a porn. <laughs> right. It was totally porn. And I went upstairs, put on my pajamas, grabbed a root beer, brought it right. down. And I had, you know, he had no like, I'm idea. sorry, I can't pay. Can I get it? Can I, can <laughs> can I, I barter for you? Right. Can I barter and trade? <laughs> what can I possibly do to get this ice down my hot shirt? <laughs> I mean, I didn't know. I didn't know what I, you know what I mean? But like, right, right. so, but I guess it's different in that. For you, you felt it's, different, but it wasn't. I mean, I mean, I I hid it, and I think that's like you know you you learn. I learned to hide it. And, and what did and, you? So. What were you? Were you like, um, I don't know, the lacrosse team, or you know? I don't know. <laughs> well, it was a small town. Where did too. you grow up? There's uh, it's called Westport, New York. It's uh, about four hours north of here, five hours north of here. It's it's actually you'll pass it on the way to, to Montreal. Oh, okay. Uh, exit thirty one in the north way. Um, 
Yeah, so I went there. There's really small towns that had soccer, basketball, and baseball. And right. I played I played basketball because my father <laughs> pretty much insisted. Right, right. Terrible at it, uh, believe it or not. And uh, yeah, baseball too. I played a couple of years. Terrible, so, terrible. And so all through high school, you just kind of like... Yeah, I was just thinking like, boy, I wish I could be a cheerleader. <laughs> you know, that, that was it. I was just sitting on the bench looking like, I could do that cheer better than her. You know, and I'm thinking, oh, so... But whatever, it is what it is. Right. So, so that's right. And I think if I did come out early and was accepted, there's no way I'd be a comic. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'd just be happy, I'd, joyous, right. and fucking free. I'd just be a success instead, right? I'd right. Be, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd be. Uh, <laughs> I'd be like, look at this role model. Uh, no, right. now who right. knows what would happen if I did that? You know, if I if I came out earlier, I, all I could think of is, you know, I could have been homeless and beaten on the right, street or something like right. that I mean, you know a I lot of a lot, there's a lot of trans right. homeless youth there's a lot of gay and lesbian yeah, or, yeah. or whatever just queer questioning gender non-conforming mm-hmm. from parents who don't accept them that's it handle, yeah so. i mean so it was really you know people have to decide for themselves too like is it safe to come i mean because mm-hmm. you can't absolutely you can't, it's different for every person I'm right like, you know i was fortunate when i came out that my parents you know were still supportive they were trying to you know electroshock therapy and all everything else but i was still <laughs> did they really yeah they, they, hired the, they hired the top psychiatrist in chicago and we pull up to his house he's like the number one in chicagoland so we get to the house and it's this giant frank lloyd wright mansion uh-huh. so i'm like i'm moving in right <laughs> like, if this is therapy <laughs> bring it just like the sears repair then the sears repair yeah, man yeah, walks in walks in, in the middle of therapy he works on the ground <laughs> at, the, at the mansion <laughs> And uh, I was sure just, is hot for this shirt. Right, right. Sure, it's hot. It's so hot in here when I'm sharing my feelings and feeling vulnerable. So, but yeah, so my parents were like angry because, you know, the, the therapist is like, well, your son's very adjusted for his age and intelligent. And uh, but the only thing that's going to be a problem with his life is whether or not you can accept his homosexuality. Mm-hmm. And my parents like, oh, we want the second opinion. He's like, uh, you need separate therapy, too. <laughs> Right, <laughs> you know, right. I was okay. like totally lucky, and I, I, I actually Googled him uh, like a year or two ago, just wondering whatever happened to Doctor, mm-hmm. Doctor Kramer. He was the revolutionary psychiatrist who created family therapy. Oh wow! And he okay. was luckily like a Unitarian Universal or right, some sort right. of like super inclusive religion. Right. So he created the template for family therapy that's used today. Mm-hmm. And I just, my parents, thank God they were going to spend the top money for the top psychiatrist because they got him and good progressive good. so but they did try electroshock well they were like we want to do electroshock therapy he's like well no that's not actually you know <laughs> right. but no we haven't really used that since the 50s uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah it, it's know. a little dusty that's no but that, that's just like uh the world was flat then <laughs> right we used to grill the hot dogs now and right so, right uh, right using on people right exactly i mean it's just funny. My parents had these kind of antiquated, even though my parents are, you know, my mom's a doctor, my dad's an angel. They're mm-hmm. very intelligent, but they have this old world kind of Is mentality. it the culture though? Is that yeah. from the Asian culture oh, probably? Filipino yeah. culture and Catholic. I mean, it's all this weird. I, I was Roman Catholic so, or I Irish Catholic. Yeah, so I was, I yeah, yeah. Filipino Catholic too. So it, there is a thing about being gay in the Philippines, but my parents just didn't want anything. Mm-hmm. They didn't even want to speak any any Tagalog or beside any of our native dialects okay. because they want us to assimilate. So the last thing you do is be like on fire. You don't need to be on right. fire, you know. Although at some point, you know, I told them I not only am I gay, but I'm not going to medical school. My dad's like, okay, you can be gay, <laughs> but you must go to medical school. Right. <laughs> like, I remember you talking about that yeah, on, on yeah. stage. and uh, Yeah, but so but back to you. So you waited till how old to transition? I was in my 20s. So then now, I, did you but, go to college? Did you go to... Yes, so I went then, to college twice. Uh, yeah. So was, was there support there? <laughs> when I finally came out, yeah, it was. But but you build it up in your mind as like this negative thing. Right. You think everyone's going to hate you. You're going to ha- be kicked out of your house. Were You're going to be broke. Were you starting to dress just, androgynously at that? At, no, I, I went... I basically went from zero to 60 in about two days, it felt like. Uh, so wow. when I finally did transition, like I told... like I um. I told everyone at work that I was going to do it. And then, uh, you know, I, you know, I sat down with everyone at work. It was, I used to work at borders. I was one of the managers at the bookstore there. Right. Right. And I sat them all down and that staff was amazing. Uh, amazing. I think out of 60 people, and this one, is in one person town? sort of this in, is up in, in Albany, what? in Albany. Albany. Okay. Yeah. I, was, I went to Albany for college. So I just stuck around there. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I just went in, you know, left one day as whatever. And then came back as Jay. And that was, uh, yeah. And that was it. Wow. 
Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of. Did you have a support crew of people or a therapist? Um, I had a therapist. I had a great therapist, uh, Arlene Love from in Albany. It was just ama- amazing. She really helped wow. me through it. So, uh, yeah. That's that's great. I mean, it's, yeah, having a therapist. It's, it's you need a therapist that's on board. <laughs> it, yeah, it's like, so amazing. Like you don't. I mean, it's hard to. It, it's easy to make jokes about therapy and things like that. But it's just I. I wouldn't no, be where I am. No, it's changed it's, my life. I absolutely. Can't, you know, you can't. So I, I function completely differently. Today. Like I'm sure I would be. I'd be dead now for one for you know. I'm sure right. I would have killed myself. You, right. You know, it's right. It's it's no doubt about it. So. Right. Right. But. You know, so I guess well there. Then how did so, <laughs> so I brought how, I brought up cancer twice and suicide. Now what else? Uh, so then, let's so talk. yeah, yeah. So now comedy. When did it start? <laughs> so so cancer, transgender, comedy. Right. How did the comedy happen? The comedy. Uh, well, I, your dad's like, you're gonna be a fucking comic. <laughs> Tell me a dick joke. Yeah, pussy. I dropped out of dental school, and uh, now I uh, <laughs> dental school. Imagine. I don't know. When I was in, I think I was in seventh grade. I actually did stand up at a talent show. Really? In our, How'd in our it school. go? It was great. I, I, well, my first words were, I was like, uh, 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 and then I just stopped for a second, regained my composure, went up there, and I, I killed it. Uh, well, I mean, do you remember, well, do you remember your opener? By kill, uh, no. Did I, I remember one joke. Like I wrote everything. It was kind of, it was kind of cool. I let's see. There's this one, is one seventh joke. grade. Okay. All right. Middle school. It's not still my act. <laughs> Okay, just, right, just disclaimer, a, this is seventh grade, many right, moons ago. Right, and uh, there's, a, there's a town next to us called Elizabethtown, okay. which were rivals okay. in basketball. So I said, like, those guys in Elizabethtown are really strong. They're bench pressing these huge wood stoves, only they have to quit because they have third degree burns on their hands. So it's, it's a cute thing for a seventh grader, <laughs> so, you know, yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that... that is something like that. I, I didn't, well, ha- I didn't have you, the impeccable but, timing that I have now, <laughs> or, the, <laughs> or the amazing delivery. But right, uh, but but in seventh grade to right. do something that's you know for the audience, regional, yeah, esoteric that right. they all get right. That's all those absolutely. Little, they all have those. wood stoves. They all have wood stoves up there. <laughs> right, so, right. Yeah. So it was. Uh, so seventh grade was the first time. So you got you got a hit. Uh, yeah. You got yeah. the buzz. You're like, oh, I love it. I, well, like, I so I did, but there's not really like it wasn't that wasn't a career option, you know, right. so seventh it, grade. It's not stand up. Isn't your first step. Right. Right. So but then I, how uh, did you come back to it? Because you loved it. So then, uh, just after living in Albany, I, I saw that there's this, there's a big street festival and someone had a, had a, a stand out there and they said comedy shows every Saturday night and we have a, whatever open mics every Sunday. So, um, I stopped by an open mic, signed up. And, uh, ever since I signed up, I haven't looked back. Wow. So I think I took about a month off at one point. That's about it. Right. Right. So, and that was how many years ago? Almost seven. Okay. It'll be seven in October. Nice. Yeah. And then, like, you were a finalist in the NBC Stand Up for Diversity. Did, um, didn't well, you uh, go all the way to LA? No, I didn't make it to LA. Oh, okay. uh, I was in the, I was in Gotham, and I, I was in that show there. Had a great set, but I, you know, it's a lot of that. It's like, are they looking for you to build a TV show around? You know. Right. So I mean, and I think I just wasn't it. So whatever, it is right. what it is. Still, you got so. to the to the showcase. Yeah, yeah, I, I I got to the showcase. Uh, I I thought I had a great set and had a great video from it, but um, although part of it too, I also looked like crap because I was sleeping on a sidewalk the night before. Well, you know, you know so it's but that's the thing. But, you, uh, you do these stupid like not mm-hmm. stupid, but it is cra- it is stupid to say okay, all you guys have to camp out the night before right. an audition. So everyone's on their little like. They're on a blanket or mm-hmm. on a box or on mm-hmm. a folding chair, like a stadium, whatever thingy, and then go do your audition. Right, right. And I mean, they used to do that for uh, Last Comic Standing, too. Yeah. And the whole, which is, was such a crock of shit, because I mean, the whole, they knew all along who they were going to have on the show. They just wanted that for the intro to the, you know. They, yeah, to build the, yeah. Yeah, so, and all that stuff. It's like, I mean, they, you know, TV, they just have an image they're looking for. Or they, they look and they say, to, can I build a, a deal around this person? And right, so, right, right. And they want to create a story mm-hmm. and experience for the for the audience. You right, know. right. And yeah. I, you know, let's face it. I mean, <laughs> I know like being trans is one of these hot topics now, but middle America is still not on board. So. Right, right. Like how are you going to tour around? Yeah, so NBC. Well, interesting. Have you seen Julia Scotty? On, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting because I see, I, th- I feel like, she could be another pioneer because she's she could she is totally already. I mean, accessible, mm-hmm. commercially viable, not very funny, fu- very funny, but also non-threatening. Like you know, like a non-threatening right. black comic. Right. <laughs> you got to start off non-threatening, and then you right. can get yeah, yeah. It's you like, know what I mean? like, like entr- I, I'm threatening because I look like if I might date your son. You know, and it's just like <laughs> oh, 
Right. That would be terrible. But Julia Scotty looks like she might make you cookies or something. Right. Yeah. She's like, a very, she's very a grandma gran- kind gran- of thing. Granny, you know, kind of. Right. So, look. Uh, no, and she's having a great set. I mean, you know, she's she's doing well. Knock wood. Yeah. That's great. So. It's amazing. I did a show with her in, in a basement of a church just a few months ago. Oh, really? You know, like, you know, it looks like you're standing in front of an illegal, you know, daycare center <laughs> like performing in this basement <laughs> like a fundraiser just gonna do it uh-huh. in the church basement and there's like you know donated barbie dollhouse standing <laughs> behind us while we're doing a show did you bring it with you did you take it <laughs> <laughs> no i was helping i was i didn't want you know but it's just funny you know there's you a can, quilt right the quilting class is upstairs and we're doing the comedy in the basement that's, that's and, comedy you know in that's a comedy in a nutshell yeah. then you know here's julia scotty on america's got talent uh right six months later so, and Ian Harvey's another guy who's, you know, trans yeah. man, doing a lot. Yeah. He's, uh, and young and hungry and uh, mistresses. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Transparent. Transparent and transparent. And so, and he's a super nice guy too. So both of them are really nice, uh, you know, yeah, which is yeah. good too. That's exciting. It's exciting to see that because it's like, it's part of like opening the doors for everybody. Right. You know? Right. And it's also just opening the conversation. I mean, do you, so now you perform up in Albany yes. area. A lot. I mean, I see you're on your Facebook. I'm like, oh my God, you're all over Comedy Works. And mm-hmm. how is that with audiences up there? Are they? It's good. It's. I mean, it it, it is good. I Albany mean, is still. It's still okay. Albany. It's still Albany. Yeah, and and I could do a show half hour in any direction. It would be you know de- deer hunters and <laughs> yeah. you know like deer, Trump, Trump deer. supporters. Right, right, right. But uh, pretty much I, transphobic I mean, people. How do you yeah. deal with that? Oh, I just this is me, and that's it. I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah. what? I'm gonna t- and and uh, you know, for the most part, the response has been great. Uh, you know, because now people know what transgender is, right? It's not and, like... and they see it. I mean, more and more people are coming up to me saying, saying things like, uh, "You know, uh, my friend's child just came out as transgender, and I think wow. it's really brave what you're doing." And I love that. I love that right. that people aren't doing that. So I mean, like, like I played like you know redneck crowds, you know, and and I'm from a redneck town, so it's like. I, you know, it's been very, very positive for the right. most part. Plus, you can pull, you can draw on it, like you know. Whatever, oh yeah. Whatever you say to them. What, what would you? Some one, stuff. Of the, one of the great things, whenever I see a guy that's a little apprehensive, I just start hitting on him, <laughs> and it's it's such an amazing thing because like it brings him in, it brings the crowd in, or or it's like screw that, I got got one in on you. Right, so, right, uh, right, 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 right. Which is kind of cool. I mean, I th- I still have. I still think there are issues there. I know there are clubs that won't book, won't book me, you know, right. Which, and it is what it is. So it's, that's the frustrating part, I think. Right. You know, and I've had that too. When people submit me, I mean, I'm only gay and Asian, you know, I'm just gay. I'm not transgender, but other times people will request me because they're like, Oh, he's right. You know? And I'm like, Oh, and then I'm like, Oh, well, no, that's good. I mean, work it. If they need, they want the diverse lineup. Mm hmm. I did some like, or have you done Orange County Choppers? No, I haven't. So that's a, a surprise. That was like a, you know, not a Harley Davidson, but I just, all I could think of was like Harley Davidson's. Right, They're right, custom right. made. They They're custom made bikes. Yeah, bikes. I remember the show. Right, right. So I assumed it was going to be all this like ZZ Top people, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like rough. And it was completely not, they were like Zumba instructors. A oh, table really? Of bears, that's awesome. Like bears as in gay men bears. And then, you know. Did Trump, you did Trump you meet the owner, that guy who runs the club or whatever, runs the Orange County Choppers? Well, which the the dad or yeah, the son or any no, of them? No, they weren't there. Were they, oh, the that's guy nice. that's the co-manager is a gay Latino bear. Oh, really? So I was like, oh, that's awesome. Oh, oh this is. I mean, I'm already like working. I'm like, <clears throat> hey guys, how you doing? Good evening. I'm your host <laughs> for the evening. You know, my like, I feel like Wonder Woman. So my brother's gay. <laughs> so I have this like uh, twin Asian brother, you know, cheeky faggot. Right. Yeah, you know, like I'm really working on my butch kind of presentation till like, I come out. The thing is, a lot of those. I was well, I was in Nebraska a couple of months ago. They were awesome. You yeah. think Nebraska? You think like, oh god, all right, I'm gonna be tied to the back of a truck, you know, and dragged right, for a while. Right, right, right. But uh, no, it was super cool, super nice. Everyone, everyone's so. I mean, I think people in America are coming around, and if you're funny and you can back it up, and you right. don't, and you don't bash them over the head with it. I mean, if I talk right. about like another thing about cutting up my dick, you know, and it's like right. for thirty minutes or whatever, and it's just uh. right. Well, that's not that's not working your audience that's just shocking and yeah and, yeah it's and just like like and people are like oh so you're transgender oh there are a couple funny jokes oh let's 
but you have more than that. Oh, good. Right. There's more to you than that. And I think that's what they, and I think that by doing it that way, I've learned to come across to more crowds. Right. Right. I think that's a challenge for any, any non-heterosexual performer. Any niche. You're like, how do I bring Mm -hmm. my world, bridge my world to theirs? How do I call them out on their transphobia Mm -hmm. and bring them in? Right. Right. You know, is there has what was like the let's say what was the worst moment as in comedy for you like a, a horrible audience um, moment? I remember one of the first times I featured. It was just me and uh, do you know Johnny Rizzo? Johnny Rizzo, the, he he's been on the road for years. He's been around yeah. doing around, but uh, it was up in Saratoga. There's just maybe twelve people, and six of them were there drunk, and it was like a bachelorette party. Oh god! And I like I had heard like I, was, I thought I was there to do ten minutes, five minutes before I go up. It says, "All right, we need to do twenty. And this is like when I I didn't really have twenty. Right, right, right. So I go up there and I'm struggling and I'm trying to shut down this heckler. And then at one point, like after I'm just going after her, like, and, and then someone else at the table says, "Why don't you leave my sister alone?" And I was like, "That's it. This is gonna suck." So the next ten minutes, I just plowed through and then gave it to Johnny. That was that was probably the worst. But that had nothing to do with me being trans. That was just. That was just a shitty gig it was just for sh- any comic. Me not being able to handle. I did. Have, I have had people walk out on me once I mentioned that I'm trans. Really? Uh, only a couple times, but for the most part, I mean, people are when they go there to pay for a comedy show, they'll listen. I mean, a lot of guys will cross, fold their arms, you know, and sit back like with that hairy eyeball. But I can usually win them over or just you know make them uncomfortable enough, right, to entertain right. myself. Right. Right. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like as a gay comic, I really. We'll have to dig into the homophobia. Just, yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Because it's it's actually kind of fun. I'm like, okay, hey, how many guys are feeling homophobic now? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one of the great things. Like, if someone's like feeling uncomfortable, and instead of pulling back, you're just like going further. Right. It's right. like it's perfect. That unapologetic kind of like, okay, right. let's go after it. Right. Right. And I think that works so much better. Right. So. What's one of your favorite moments or memories? Stage. Um, well, I opened for Aziz Ansari for like, uh, oh, fuck. yeah, it's amazing. What was that? What he was wanted it? to, it was in Albany. He wanted to work on his new hour for the oddballs, uh, right, the right. oddball comedy festival last year. Mm-hmm. So he, he called up the club owners like, Hey, you know, can I get in here and do this? And he, you know, I'm, they had some sort of deal. I'm sure he went, in, you know, he did a Friday night, two shows. Uh, the first show was, was, it was supposed to start at seven 30. He hadn't even like left the airport by seven from New York to get there. So I mean, what? Yeah. He had, he wasn't even in Albany airspace. He was still in New Jersey. What? So, so, uh, I was supposed to do 10 minutes originally. So at seven fifty they finally start and they just said like, look, you just need to go on stage and keep going until like you see Aziz and sorry space. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, I was there for, I think I was up there for like 20 minutes at one point, you know, and which is fine. I can feature in that, but I, you know, you never know when you're, you, when you're also, just, it's also, it's tricky because as a comic, if they say do 20 to 80 minutes, right. you're like, well, what am I, what am I going to close with? You want to save your closer. Right, right. That's just it. Or you have so, three closers or whatever, but still you're like, okay, I just shot that load. Right, uh, right. And it's like, you really want to end strong. But anyway, at one point after 20 minutes, he's like, th- th- like someone in the back's like five more minutes. So at that point, I guess like the owner of the club was able to drive onto the tarmac in the Omni airport, oh pick up Aziz, fly to the club. Uh, so then I see him walk in about, it's like five, 10 minutes later or something like that. And I, it was a great, great crowd, sold out crowd. So well, I'm you, sure. you, you live for that sort of stuff. Right. You know? Right. Um, he comes so barges through the spot. room and that was it. Right. And then, uh, he, he had, a, he had fun that night. So he has to come back then like in a week to do as many shows as possible. He did five shows in one night. Wow. Uh, yeah. Like a seven thirty downstairs in the downstairs room and eight thirty upstairs, just back and forth five times. Uh, yeah, oh, that was right, still... you could stagger the room, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Smart. Yeah. Smart. So, I mean, that was, I couldn't imagine doing five hours, like 45 minute spots. Right. But, but imagine but you're, when you're he doing did. it, you really want to just kind of, you're, you're chiseling mm-hmm. through every little bit, every little. Yeah. Amazing. And to see him working on it too, like he recorded them all, was listening to it that time, you know, that night or the next night. And, uh, yeah, super cool. It was a, it was a great experience. Right. I mean, I think so. it's also great to see someone who's at their master level now. Oh yeah. And yeah. then see how they really. Mm-hmm. There's a scientific approach, like just watching every tape, listening to every little thing, right. and like obsessing over little every little detail. Because mm-hmm. you're kind of you're trying to find like what is the thing, you know? If you're gonna tape it, it's a whole. There's like a sense of urgency. Oh like, yeah, okay, yeah. And I, I mean, he had the big, the, you know, the oddball festival. And, you know, I think this this is like 
probably about six months after he sold out uh, Madison Square Garden like two or three times. So now he had to create so. another, right. create a mm-hmm. whole other. And it was still great. You can tell it wasn't as good as his polished stuff, you know, but it was still very funny. And you tell, and by the time from when he first started to the very last time he, he did that set, it was, it was amazing how much better he made it. So right. he's uh, he, right. yeah, he's a pro. He's he's pretty amazing. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's still the highlight. Yeah. So, what are what are like what are things that you're grateful for? Like, what have you discovered that keeps you alive? I'm grateful that's just to, to be able to do comedy in this this day and age where it's okay to be trans. You know, right. it, it's it's a, it's it it sounds like something you can take for granted, but ten years ago I couldn't do this. Right. You know. Right. Uh, or I just would have been <laughs> bad at it, you know, just but America wasn't ready for it. And it, it's a great time and place to to be able to tell people who I am. Right. Um, I'm, and uh, it, it's you're really, also, but it's also great because you get to be a service to the trans right. and, and the, in, in the, in the world just because mm-hmm. you're, you're now, because it's one thing to say, oh, we saw Bruce Jenner. Oh, you mean mm-hmm. Caitlyn Jenner. Right. Blah, right. Blah, 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 and all that stuff. But, yeah. you know, a Kardashian isn't exactly the shining example <laughs> no, of a no. human being. It's uh no, and then it, and and the trans community, we we need to lighten up just a little bit too on critics, you know. <laughs> I mean, like, like someone like Bill Burr was talking about Bruce, you know. Like, right, right. Remember, remember that TV show? He had Bruce in the background, and then everyone got upset. Like, no, you're dead naming Bruce Jenner as Kate, or Caitlyn Jenner. It's like no one knows what dead naming means. <laughs> it's like just because you call someone by their old name, it's like give him some slack, you know, as long as he's not an asshole about it. Right, right. And he wasn't. So, um, but no, I, I like that I could, you know, I also was able to do a, a, a oh, explain, TEDx sorry. talk. Dead, explain oh, dead, you did, naming you know, dead naming to the audience because people are listening right. that don't. Right. So uh, whenever, if I were to refer to, to Caitlyn Jenner as Bruce, his old name, they call that dead naming now in the trans community. Okay. And it's one of those things like, and it's an assault. Does it need its it? own name? You know, do you need to call it something? You know, do you need to, it's like, how about this? Like, oh, uh, well, you should be respectful and refer to this person as Caitlin. There you go. That's it. Dead naming. Right. Doesn't sound, it sounds like a, a metal band or something like that. Right, right. Right, so. I cut you off. You were talking about something else. Oh, no, I was able to do a TEDx talk in Albany, too, last year, which was, oh, which okay. was great. So it was, it was cool to, um, to get, a, to, to have, like, such a, a an outlet you know to have an audience now right so it's very cool right what are what's the do you have an audition tomorrow in new york city i, I do uh it's for it's actually a stage reading that's going to be in boston next year so we'll oh, see what okay. happens i don't want to mention it until i get it okay <laughs> so yeah i mean there's like a lot of i'm hoping to get something like these auditions i'm like it's amazing how easily how well i take rejection <laughs> you know well, you can't be a comic or an actor <laughs> oh, unless yeah. part of you has like the ability to digest. Or as a trans rejection. person, you can't date without being used to rejection. Oh so. my God, how's that? Oh, it's terrible. You you should see all the Republicans that hit on me. It's crazy. Really? Just Republicans, almost throughout. Really? They just really want to want to you know you know they come running for trannies, but then they just don't tell their wives about it. <laughs> it's really? it's pretty pretty gross. It's very disgusting. So uh, fascinating. I thought you were kidding but I no guess no they really do like it, it's amazing is how it many, because like, you're ultra... forbidden i think so i think that's part of it um well you know every time there's like a something happens in a restroom with a you know right it's always it's like, yeah the republicans are so obsessed with the mm-hmm. bathroom shit oh it's terrible like uh, who cares and, and and it's been just so people know people have been going to the bathroom openly uh, transgender right, and right. nobody nothing has happened <laughs> Nothing, because you know what happens. People just want to go in and do their shit and get well, the fuck out. I did leave an upper decker at the McDonald's today, so <laughs> oh. I don't want. I don't want to say nothing's happened. Nothing. But no, it's terrible. They use this slippery slope argument. It's like, why don't you try using that for gun control? <laughs> you know, right? Why don't you use the slippery slope? How about that? You know, what's, right, right, what's right. the worst that could happen by having a gun show loophole where you give it to terrorists? How about why don't you use right. that slippery slope? Right, right. Instead right. of like, no, because if you could possibly theoretically let a pervert into the girls' how room, many it's like, people ugh. have been shot and killed by a transgender person peeing? Ugh. How many people have been shot and killed with an? <laughs> Assault rifle. Right, that they purchased legally. How much legally. more dangerous are transgender urinations than <laughs> guns? Now, I don't know. It's like guns don't kill people, people kill people. But you know what? Transgender people don't do shit in the bathroom other right. than shit. 
how many cases of people being murdered? And occasionally you play words with friends. That's it. Right. Words with friends and maybe Candy dead Crush. Words, dead names with friends. <laughs> words with dead named friends. Dead named friends. I mean, seriously, there are no statistics on that. No, no. It's it, it's it almost never happens. There there was a. I mean, I think there was a trans person arrested at Target for. I but they guess, were crazy. They're all yeah, crazy people do crazy that. Crazy people that happen and punish to, them. Punish right, right. them. That you can even make trans. it more severe. Make the punishment even more severe if someone gets caught doing that. Fine, absolutely. Right. But, you know, how about you just don't, you know, need have an inspector at the doorway for a imagine restroom. and how are you supposed to do that? Okay, uh, excuse me, ma'am. I need to see your genitals. Right. It's gonna be excuse like, me, sir, sir. I need to see your dick. <laughs> sir, I need you to show me the whole dick. Yeah, I mean, let's see on. it. I don't know. What about the balls? Let me see the balls. All right. Right. No, it's like, I mean, one of these days I expect to see like Chris Hansen and pop out of one of the stalls, you know, <laughs> like that to catch a predator thing, you right, know, just, right. or to catch a urinator. Right. Like, what are you doing in a women's restroom? And there's mm-hmm. nothing else to monitor in our world today. That's I know. That's the only thing that's been destroying our culture. Really. Uh, that's, that's, that's one of the frustrating things. But, uh, yeah, thanks for getting me going. I'd rather talk about cancer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, uh. Yeah, so that's what's going on with me. Um, what's your big picture? What would you love? What would you like? A gay magic wand. What would you create for yourself? What do you want? Um, for your career. A, a Pegasus. <laughs> Was that a unicorn? Did you say <laughs> unicorn? No, I would. Uh, a Pegasus. Right, so I could fly to work. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't hate know. I, I would like to have. I would like to have an acting career, and I'd like to have uh, be like a headliner like actually get paid headlining gigs regularly at right. clubs. Right. You know, I'd like to just have these clubs that actually like, Oh, come on in. Or, you know, just like not, not guys. Be- Jay's here. McBride's here. That's right. McBride. That's right. Like, right. Right. And, and I think like a lot, of, like a lot of the comics that I met, like, I have, you know, comics have that respect for each other, but right. I still think club owners to a large extent are just like, eh, I don't know. I don't know how my crowds are going to react to this. Like, how about this? Just, I'm funny. Why don't you worry? That, that's it. That's right. That should be enough. Right. So right. if I if I just like was able to be, you know, the most famous trans person in history. <laughs> no, no, I uh, you know I like, was going to be your trans right, bitch. That's right. That's right. Caitlin can be my security. Right. Right. <laughs> so, right. But no. Uh, yeah, I think that's what I would look for. Right. Just a successful acting career because I would like to get into acting. I'd like right. to have a bigger platform, just to be able to do more activism to help trans people and uh, yeah, just you know hang out with comics right because so. i think ultimately i mean i don't know i'm this i'm similar way it's just like i i just love getting up there and, and yeah. doing it there's yeah. no i don't know there's nothing nowhere else in the world you can do that it's true it's true and it's just and like just talk to random people mm-hmm. at the mic and magic happens right you tell you write a joke and it works for the first time there's nothing like it in the world there's right. no feeling like it right because it's something but. you created out of, i mean you just mm-hmm. have this thing you wrote it and then all of a sudden right you know, oh you know it's God. like it's like a 30 second painting you know it's like you really it's all so right right and the whole room sees the same painting yeah at the same moment it, it appears like a firework and they're like wow right and then you do it again the next night and the next night and it's just uh it's it's pretty cool it's pretty cool so now how can people get more information about you uh they can follow me on twitter j mcbride j-a-y-e-m-c-b-r-i-d-e or my website, same name.com and uh, Facebook, YouTube, just Google me. Yeah, and they'll have on this, there will be all the links as well. You can see on the SoundCloud and on iTunes, it'll be little click. Awesome. Or so awesome. Can find you. Any, what would, what would your advice be to, I guess, to other trans people out there? And Don't I mean, do comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all mine. <laughs> It's all nine. Step back, bitch. Right. Trans bitch. I will cut a bitch you're so a, fast. You're a dead name comic to me. <laughs> I'm going to dead name you so harsh. John. <laughs> so. Larry, Mark, No, Fred. I mean, it's just like, it's getting better, but there's still a lot of bullshit. And just, just, but you're re- you are really pioneering. Uh, well, thanks. I appreciate I've that. I've seen you. You're hysteric. I loved seeing you. And I'm like, oh my God. And when I heard you got into Aww. the showcase, I'm like, yes. Because it's like, because, you know, you want to see representation that right, crushes. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want to see... Sometimes, I mean, I'm not naming any names, but we see people in whatever situations that get some reality, something, and they're not that great. Right, no, very true. But they're selling but, out, and you're mm-hmm. like, but you're, def- you're d- 
diluting the comedy. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, whatever. Club owners need to sell tickets, and I respect that. I get it. I've produced tons of shows. I got to sell tickets. Right. Uh, you know. No, no, no. But there's a thing of like the amount of time and the the talent, and mm-hmm. just like there's no shortcut around that. Right. And I think like like if you're a trans comic, you need to be funnier. You know. Right. I think because there's a like extent. a double standard. Yeah. Because they're like, like, okay, come on, please, Johnny. Right, you know, right, you know, right. There's, but there is that sort of transphobia of like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, come on, come yeah, on, you got yeah. you like, not. well, for women, it's hard enough, you know, right. for you women know, guys, alone, yeah, guys are not gonna, you know, like Car- I, I, I was at last time I was at Comedy Cellar watching a show, like Carmen Lynch came on, who's amazing, hysterical, yeah, and I saw some guys in the audience, you know, do that whole like sit back, like, okay, I dare you to make me laugh. It's like, no, that's bullshit, man. You right. don't you don't give guys a pass and then expect more from women because she's just as funny as any of the guys right, out there right. too. But the fact that she almost had to start in a hole just because of m- misogyny, it's bullshit. Right. But if there, I mean, for any trans people out there, it's like you just stick with it. You got to be who you are. And there's a lot of bullshit. Like, I mean, to for example, this week to go to Montreal, I would have to get my birth certificate name changed in order to get a passport. So I have to oh, petition a court, God. provide documents, and it's just such a bullshit. But you know what? You just have to do it. So, right, right. So it's changing. It's getting there. But we, you know, but, it's also you got to just take those actions anyway, because it's like don't mm-hmm. wait for the world to catch right. up. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. You just, Absolutely. Just set out and sail it. Mm-hmm. Jay McBride, I'm so excited that you were here. I'm so thankful. <laughs> Me too. Me too. And I knew I'd get to see your bedroom eventually. <laughs> it's like, awkward. Awkward tag. Ew. Ew. Dead name. Dead name. <laughs> dead name. Your dead name to me. She's holding the microphone up to the to my oh, right. image. Sorry. I forgot that was just for the TV. Right. That was just for YouTube. That's for the, for the YouTube because people that listen to the, 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 the podcast, they like, know. They, yeah, they, they can all hear you putting the microphone up to the to the image of my right. podcast logo <laughs> in a very suggestive manner. Right, because we're we're actually both naked on the couch, so it's very weird. It's I feel so uncomfortable, but and yet strangely comfortable. Strangely at home. <laughs> Well, for more information on Jay McBride, you can go to WTYPod.com. It's WTYPOD.com. And click on the SoundTunes, iTunes. Oh, and give us us a review. Give me a review. Check it out. Review it. Tell your friends. Tell strangers. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you again, Jay McBride. Thanks for having me. I appreciate this. So anytime. I'll talk to you soon. Have fun in Montreal. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. Bye. WTY. It's a comedy journey.